Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have another phenomenal episode with you. It is officially cold season. We got some hot toddies around. I don't know what beer is doing, but hopefully he's getting some warm, get some warm in you as well. Um, we got Bears Breakdown. We'll see how that goes. Um, we got Locks of the Week. We got Senior Superlatives for timeout. I think we're just going to talk again. And then for the rank, we are going to do... So the next two are Halloween themed. This one is the best movies to watch around Halloween time. It's going to be a draft. And then next week, we will do the best trick-or-treating candy as a kid. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. It's a good slurping drink. Yeah, it's highly slurpable. Yeah, it's a good slurping drink. Okay, guys, welcome back. Good to see everyone. Let me do it too. Hold on. Yeah, get a slurp in there. It's a good slurp. Uh, oh, I like forgot how to drink. Hold on. That wasn't a good slurp. Right, let's get it again. Oh, that was a good slurp. It's a good slurp. It's hard to slurp when you know you're slurping, though. Yeah. You I was, trot when you're trying. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, trying way too hard. So we are, we are without beer. I'm here. Or we're without Johnny. <laughs> um, okay. Wacky news, by the way. I have some wacky news to talk. Okay. So I'll start off with my weekend, but okay. I'm going to start off with this wacky news. Um, so we got reached out to do a radio show. Okay. A sports radio show. Wow. So what a uh, radio show what radio for the, this guy's YouTube channel. Okay. So I was like, I'm looking into it, but I was like, do you want to drop his name so we can look it up right now? Or would nah, you prefer nah, not nah. to? Okay. Let's see until it's done deal. Um, but that could be wacky. That could that could be fun. That could be very wet. That could be very fun. Yeah. Does he have yeah. any sort of a following? He's got a pretty good following. Um, it's based in I forgot where it's based. I think it's Cleveland, but they just talk all sports and they do like they're looking for like a betting show. Which how funny is it that we started the pick farm this year? Perfect. And we're the not the hottest gamblers in the world, but we're getting there. I mean, Nick, Nick, came we back. are under 500. We're, we're so we started off really low. It's really hard to be successful early on in this, in the year. I mean, the first three weeks you're throwing darts at a wall, basically. Yeah. Come on. Um, okay. So my weekend, so I've been in Palatine since last Thursday. So I hung out with my parents, um, Friday night, we were supposed to go out with Kayla's friends. They canceled. there's something about canceling plans that you didn't want to go to. That is just the (laughs) best feeling in the world. And I had to do it. I put on a good acting job too. She came in the basement. She was like watching TV with my mom upstairs. Mm -hmm. She's like, so-and-so canceled on top golf. And I'm like, what? I was looking forward to that. (laughs) Oh man. Oh my God. And then she's like, well, do you still want to go just us two? I'm like, I mean, I guess we'll just hang out with my parents, eat some, Chinese food and, <laughs> you know, I guess watch some football. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just not going to really, be the same yeah, without it's them. Just, oh, man, it's really bumming me out. 
Um, so I got an Oscar for that one. Um, <laughs> I don't think Taylor's not listening now. Yeah, I don't think I fooled anyone. I don't think she listens anymore, which is great. Um, Probably for the best. But on Saturday, I went to a pumpkin, or it was called Jack-O-Lantern World. And basically, it was, a, it was 1,235 like carved jack-o'-lanterns. Mm. Some were really good. Some were like, dude, you were pressed for time, and you let your kid cut one. <laughs> like, you... Like the professional didn't do this one, but my favorite one, and I'm not just saying this to be a homer, they had a sweetness Walter Payton one in the Ooh, Chicago wow. part of it. And like the details of the headband got me. Like they had like they had like real slices of like still the orange pumpkin, but then everything else was the white. It was it was like really cool and it was really detailed. They did Kanye dirty. Kanye was like, if I tried to draw you and I just draw a stick figure, it was like <laughs> Ditka was amazing. Michael Jordan was amazing. Sweetness was amazing. And then you see Kanye and I kid you not, they, there's no way they didn't run out of time. Right. It was just the outline of him. Were they trying to set some sort of record? Like 1,235 seems. I guess they do it every year. Kind of an arbitrary know. number. Uh, th- I mean, it's a lot of pumpkins. Don't get me wrong. That's a lot. Yeah. But just it, how many they could grow. You know. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Growing limitations. And there was a pumpkin shortage this year. There was. I think because of them. I, I can't. I don't know for a fact, but there was a shortage. What? Yeah, of because, of their, fault. because of COVID and all the mass farms. Like, if anyone got sick, they had to shut down production for a little bit because you can't sell you can't sell any fruits or vegetables for like a certain period of time if someone worker gets COVID. Sure, but it's the same thing with the wings. Okay, the. The wings, I understand. The pumpkins, I mean, I'm not a horticulturist, agriculturist, whatever it is. I don't grow plants for a living. I would think that with many plants like pumpkins, you just take the seeds and plant them and then you just let them grow. Like, like I don't, there's no manufacturing. Oh, I got no clue of that. Right. Am I, I, am I crazy? Beer? Am I crazy? You just did exactly what you like to do with this. If someone just says something, you're like, prove me wrong. Like, I can't prove you wrong. There's no way. <laughs> I have no idea how they make pumpkins or how pumpkins grow. Like, I didn't know pineapples grew on, like, trees or bushes for a while. They have seeds, and they grow, like, almost like, it's not like bushels, but, like, it's, like, vines across. Like, that's, they come out, of, I feel like it's more of, like, a vine thing. Yeah. So. I think you're right. But but it's all outdoors. Like, what, what yeah. part of manufacturing, like, I would think... If there's anything during COVID that would be okay, that would be immune to COVID, it would be something. A pumpkin? A, a, a pumpkin or just any sort of crop that's grown outdoors. It's like we're outdoors. Like <laughs> there, what, there's nothing else to do. Well, what if the person that know. picks them has COVID? Can I, you still sell those pumpkins? Yeah. I don't. Uh, Can I, you? I thought we were past the point where like breathing on things is not how it's transmitted. Oh, I got, I got no clue. Okay. I think that's but, what the CDC says. So <laughs> I'm not did, a scientist either. But what did Nicki Minaj say? Because that's what I want to know. Because her cousin's huge balls, he is no longer engaged. So if they can affect a man's balls, they could definitely infuck, uh, affect a pumpkin. I didn't yeah. think about that. I, I'll wait till my weekend. To Every time that. CDC should come out with a tweet, they should have like Nicki Minaj come over the top, like saying if it's correct or not. Because mm. that'd be really funny. Um, what else did I do on Sunday? Stayed at my parents' house, just watch football. Got to see my baby nephew, built his crib. Uh, really got suckered into that. It was just like, we're going to build the crib. And I was like, okay. And they're like, can you help me bring it up to the room? 
and then your brother's gonna make it i'm like sure so i bring it up to the room my dad's like okay i'm gonna go get you guys some tools and then you guys can build it and i was like whoa <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, what is this? Old man move. I was like, whoa, okay. You got to take a page out of his book. I man. was like, I was like, okay, I, I respect it. It only took about a half hour, which is nice. Um, he was riding around in his Batmobile. We got him like a drivable Batman or Batmobile real small. Um, Wait, oh, your dad or your nephew? We got my nephew one. Oh, okay. It's like one of Still those cool. like Tonka. Yeah, that's cool. I never had one, but dude, this thing's badass. Like it has like fake flames that come out the back. I was like, okay. Whoa. And it and it cooks. Sounds dangerous. It cooks. It was like a hundred bucks at Costco. It's ridiculous. Wow. Um oh, big news. I said it on the pig farm last night, but the bocce ball league is the fourth seed in the playoffs. So we made the playoffs. I've never missed the playoffs in all my six seasons. Mark of a true champion. I know. Never won. <laughs> never won. Huh. Interesting. I've only played one season and you won uh, and I, I won. And now we got Steve. And yeah. And I, someone took your name. You're a man without a banner right yeah, now. You're, I can't believe it. Um, well, I'm, I think it's hilarious that we're playing them. Like I'm not the biggest like fate guy in the world, but like that's eerie. There's like, that's, some, there's that's something pretty there. wacky. I that. think, I think Steve's got to either talk shit to him or. Yeah. Is Steve still something. dead to you? I mean, they say that time heals all wounds. Um, I'd like to, it's been what, like three weeks yeah. since I said he was dead to me. Uh, I feel better than I did okay. three weeks ago. That's all you could ask for. Yeah. Really. I, I don't know. I don't know. Keep me posted on how you guys do in the tournament and maybe I'll forgive him further. Uh, if certain things happen. Okay. Fair enough. Well, let's stick with you. How was your weekend? Um, so I was last week I was out. I was in uh, Outer Banks, North Carolina with my family, uh, my parents, a couple aunts and uncles, my sister, one of my cousins, my nice. girlfriend. So some good family time. It rained. Uh, so we got there on Friday. It was okay Friday. It rained Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We were leaving Thursday. Wednesday it got nice. So we got mm. one day of like really niceness. The rest of it was not the best weather. Um, but they have a hot tub there. So we use the hot tub extensively, uh, got, we're able to get in the pool, uh, the last day, uh, the ocean was nice. Um, did some other things around. So it, that was fun. It was relaxing. Um, and then over the weekend I went real quick, you a boat guy. You like boats? I, yeah, I like boats. I, um, I don't like boats. My family has a, we have a lake house, so I'm used to like going out on, you know, it's small lake boat. Yeah. I don't like any boats you're afraid of them no i'm not afraid of them i get seasick in a puddle oh okay no i get sick every time dramamine i know i didn't have any at the lake house Mm. and so they're like we're going on the boat i was like dude i know where i've seen where this goes if i don't have dramamine and i was like i'm not gonna ruin the rest of my day to go on this boat ride (laughs) yeah the nausea can be a real thing i had never really gotten that nauseous um like ever before until several months ago when I was like really sick. Um, and being nauseous is probably one of the worst feelings in the world. Um, but Dramamine does a good job. So I can understand being wary of boats for that reason. Yeah. You, and once you get it, you can't get over it. Like there's nothing going to stop it unless if you just like stop moving or if you take some sort of medicine. And the worst part is no matter where you are, you can't just like get off cause they have to take you back to the dock mm-hmm. or find another dock. So yeah. it's not like, um, 
a car where you could be like, just pull over and let me get out. It's like, if you're in a boat, it's like, all right, so we can go back home. And you're like, my God, I have mm-hmm. to do this all over again. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that's where I was last week. And then over the weekend I was, um, at my friend, uh, from growing up, uh, he got married up in Wisconsin. Uh, so we had, uh, it was an awesome wedding. We had a great reunion of like high school buds. I've got, I've got a pretty close group of friends from high school that we all still talk with each other, hang out, are all still good friends. Um, even though we're kind of scattered about. And this was the first time we'd all been together since like the start of the, I mean, before the pandemic, Mm. um, whenever the last wet group wedding was. And, uh, yeah, it it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was great to see everybody. I mean, my buddy moved to Canada a couple of years ago. He was able to get in, um, people from Minnesota, Virginia, myself. Um, it was cool. It was, you know, everybody was like a little bit emotional not just because of the wedding, but because of like seeing everybody again. Mm -hmm. And I think we're all, you know, a lot of them are starting to have kids now. So we're getting to the point in life where, uh, you know, that stuff's coming up, but we're all still like pretty, pretty good friends. So I think we've all like realized that sort of thing that like, oh, these will be friendships that'll last the rest of our life. So I think that combined with drinking, everybody's just like, Oh, this is great. I miss you guys. They should have played the old graduation song like that. As we go. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That would have got me vitamin C. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, congrats to my buddy Travis and, uh, his husband, Michael. Um, it was, we kept singing, uh, are you guys familiar with the song White Wedding? Yeah. It's a nice day for a white wedding. We just kept singing, it's a nice day for a gay wedding. That's a good line, because though. It was That's a, a good wedding. line. Um, and for some reason, that was cracking us up. So, yeah, good times. That was my weekend. Beer, how about you? That's a pretty dope weekend. Yeah. Um, my weekend was uh, it was pretty good. Uh, made some some beef ribs. I guess that was the big highlight of my weekend. Those um, look so good. Just seeing the pictures was the highlight of my week. Yeah, those were massive. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so so I've been experimenting. I I bought these beef ribs online from this website called Wild Fork. I don't know. It's like this new. It's like I, I saw like reviews about it, but I was like okay, and I, it looked like. It was like the better quality. So it was like USDA Prime, which is pretty good quality. And it's better quality than the beef ribs I can get around here in Minnesota. So I was like, and it was like cheaper too. So I was like, all right, so I'll just order it. We'll see how big these are. Let's just see. They're, they're nice. I mean, like you saw the pictures, they were thick, meaty beef ribs. And like, I'm, and now I also, I also bought a brisket from them too. Cause I was like, okay, they have also have a USDA prime. Let's see how it compares to the Costco brisket. And it looks good. It looks like a really nice looking brisket. So I'm like really excited to make that. I'm going to probably wait till next weekend to make that. But this weekend I'm going to make a, a pork butt for sure. So that was my, I just, I woke up at like two in the morning, got the beef ribs on that pulled them off the smoker, maybe like an hour and 20 before the game started. So like they rested for like an hour and then they were good to go for the game. So that'll be my plan again is to, to make them like wake up early and do the pork butt again. Cause that was just so much fun. So, um, yeah, you sent us then, a text at like four or 5 AM. Like I woke up to this text on Sunday. I was like, what the hell? Like, Oh God, delicious beef ribs. 
sun yep. still wasn't up in your yeah. video. It was great. Yeah. And that's, that's like, it was cool. Like I remember I went out, I went out to start the smoker. It was like one in the morning and my neighbor was still at, was like outside his house, like walking his dog, like letting his dog out. And like, he was about to go to bed. I could tell. And I was like, I've just woke up. <laughs> uh, so like, I went to bed at like 8 PM on Saturday. Um, we did like, we went to brunch and day drank a little bit. And then I was like, all right, let's gonna go to bed early and then wake up, do some, uh, do some beef ribs. So those are starting to get pretty good. I'm like, I'm starting to get really good at those. So, uh, the next step is to continue with the briskets and like, just kind of refine everything. But I feel like I've started to like knock out all like the, the typical barbecue. Now I feel like really comfortable making it. So, and it's been over a year since I started, um, week one of the NFL season last year is when I did it for the first time. So, wow. Um, it's been, uh, it's been a ride. Yeah. You guys have seen the growth. So, um, it's yeah, been great. it's, it's been a privilege to watch <laughs> if I can say that. Yeah. The next step is for, you know, Nick, you have to try it. Cause, uh, Joe got to try it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I still haven't. That's Nick, right. When are you going to come to Nick Chicago East. to watch a bears game with us? It's a good question. Uh, man, I want to come. I mean, hopefully we put a better product on the field, but then, yeah. Um, I got to come home sometime soon. I, I'll be home. I'll, I'll definitely be home uh, for Thanksgiving too. So, and like around there. So that'll be the plan. That's yeah. what I like to hear. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then watch, watch bears Packers and let's, you know, we'll go talk about it. Yeah. So let's, let's go straight into that. So Nick, you weren't here last week, but I, I came up with a new segment. It is beer, beers, bears, breakdown. It's the triple Ooh, B. The trip B. Love it. So let's go to the corner of the triple B and beer. What do you got for us? So, yeah, I mean, y'all saw it. It was a pretty depressing <laughs> game. Um, I felt so good after that first drive. We made him go three and out. We were playing fast on defense. I was like, oh, man. And then we got on offense. We were running the ball. and We go down, we score. And I was like, this is, this can't be happening. I, I was like so excited. Um, and then like, it was the typical Matt Nagy offense experience. And I like, I'm I'm starting to really be out on him at this point. Like he's supposed to be an offensive guy and we can't score more than 14 points against backup, a backup secondary. Like, I don't care if we have a rookie quarterback and we're, we're like, he's developing. Like this is year four of your offense, dude. You can't use Allen Robinson correctly. Like I'm like the one shining spot is like our defense. Right. And our defense has a brand new defensive coordinator. It's just like, it's not Nagy that's doing this. It's like, we're kept alive because we're getting lucky on defense now. So, um, the game kind of turned Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers. We lost 24 to 14. It wasn't even really, we kept it close, but then we couldn't like keep up once the, once the momentum shifted. So, um, it was just a tough game. I, I feel like we got away from like the run again and like, we weren't really consistent. We'd have like one good play and then one bad play and then like a penalty. And like, so it's just kind of, uh, it's kind of frustrating. And then I don't want to talk about the refs. Really. The refs definitely were, were really bad. And I think for yeah. both sides too, mm-hmm. like, like the, the fake holding on Khalil Herbert, the, that like, we still scored that drive. But that's like another two minutes, like, and just a momentum killer too. Yeah, I don't know. It's it was a mess, and like they they were calling like first downs, like on plays that weren't first downs. And Matt Nagy, of course, 
he calls a timeout to decide whether he wants to use the challenge. It's like, oh my God, I'm just going to rip my freaking hair out. It's like, dude, do you understand? Like, you use the challenge, and if it doesn't work, then you lose the timeout. But if you use the challenge and it works, then you save the timeout. So no matter what, like, you're going to be using a timeout. Like, I just... And like, especially in the first half, you can, you can use those challenges. Like that's the first half, second half, you want to be very careful about your timeouts, but like first half, it's like, do it. Don't call timeout to decide. Like, God, it's just, yeah. To get another look at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to do a Viking funeral of Matt Nagy's offense and his offensive tree, because it's the one thing holding us back. I really hope that we get a good offensive, like an offensive coach this off season. That'd be great. How about we get an offensive <laughs> coach? Was he like, ca- was he calling the plays this week? Was it back to him? I don't think so. There were like pictures that like showed him trying to call. No, it was Bill Lazor's offense. But then again, like it's Bill Lazor. Like it's calling Matt Nagy's offense, yeah. and we're only scoring fourteen points. Like I'm like so done with the whole offense. Like fire them all at this point. Like I just I don't know at this. What's the point at, anymore? Like our defense is the only good thing again. It's, this is like four years ago again, over over again. Like. Yeah. Just I I'm like I'm fed up with it. He doesn't deserve like any more time. His offense like his offense doesn't work. So I think I really figured out what ticks me off the most about Matt Nagy is cuz when we got him people throw around the word like brilliant genius a lot, but he was called an offensive guru. Mm-hmm. If you're called a guru, I'm going to need some points out of you. I hate to say it, but I'm going to need some points. (laughs) And I, you know, I'm not trying to be rude, but I think that's what pisses me off. It's like when John Fox was in there, we had a bad offense. You're like, well, okay, not offensive minded coach, whatever. But to have someone called a guru come in Mm -hmm. and then just being like, I don't know what I'm doing here. You take the plays. And then it'll be like, I'll take them back. And then he was like, no, you take them. It's like, dude, come on. You gotta be more decisive. The challenge flag was, I mean, just not a good look. It's just not a good look. You hate to see it. That's like fundamental though. Like you got to like, when you're in that situation in the first half and you're in like that moment, you got to think like challenge. That's, that's the first thing you think. You don't think timeout into challenge. That's you don't think about that. Like maybe in the second half, like if you really want to double check or whatever, but there's no even, there's really no point. There's really no point. You're going to be using a timeout anyway. Like, it's like if you're not fundamentally thinking that way, like if you get in that situation, you automatically know what to do. Like it's just like, what are you, why are you the head coach? Like, I, I don't know. It's just really frustrating. Yeah. My thoughts on Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields, he came from Ohio State where every play you really need to make a big play. He always could make a big play when you're in college. He's got to stop trying to do it. I love it. I love watching it, but it's just not working out. It's like he's trying to do Mahomes stuff, but Mahomes. Now he is even getting picked off. Like it could only last for a certain amount of time. Those overthrown picks in the end zone were just brutal. Not a good look. Um, some of the four sacks he took, that was rough as well. But overall, I'm still high on him. I am having the blame more on Nagy. Um, and I just don't want to see Justin Fields be ruined. Because if you want, go back and listen to our draft episode. The excitement and the emotion was so (laughs) real for us. Just being like, I can't believe it. And even like cutting the stream because we're like, we don't trust the Bears to do anything. And then it's like, they're trading up and we're like, please don't be Mac Jones. And I think Mac Jones is actually playing fine. Yeah. And I wouldn't have hated him. But it was just like, it seems like something that would have, or the Bears would have done have been like, we have Justin Fields. Everyone loves him. 
eh, we'll take Mac Jones and be like, yeah. why? And like, if he was good, we'd be like, okay. But if he was bad, it would be like, dude, again, back to back. Like, you can't do it. Um, defense, I'm really a big fan of. Robert Quinn on the COVID list this week, though. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Khalil Travis Herbert. Gibson's been playing okay, too. Yeah, he so. is. Uh, Khalil Herbert uh, for a six-round pick. Really playing well. Um, I like the way our line has been playing on our run plays. The pass plays, we've got to tighten up a little bit. But the run plays, we're getting some holes. I I think I realized what it is. He's small. He's real small. I didn't know this. He's shorter than me. Oh. So he does the hide and seek. So, you know, they pop up, they start doing the block, and he goes low. Yeah. Where am I? Where am I? And then he just comes out a little uh, corner. Oh, I'm going to go over here. And I love it. Yeah. I think that's I think that's fun. I think there should be like a 4-9 running back. Mm-hmm. His Where, vision is perfect. Yeah, it's like... That the quarterback can throw. He still hasn't had an offensive play that's gone for like that's gone for negative yards. So like he's every single play he's he ball he's been given has been gone for positive yards. Like it's it's a crazy stat from a six round rookie in his second like mm-hmm. after his second game. But like it shows his vision. You saw it too. Like there'd be plays and like he would just turn and like play the offensive line. Like he knows how to play the blocks. And it's just like it kind of reminds it like we were talking about this Jordan Howard. Like it reminds me of Jordan Howard, but he's a little bit smaller. And like, but it's a, he's a zone runner, just like Jordan Howard was. And this is our so. third stringer too. Like fourth, fourth stringer. It, it started off the season as our fourth string. I guess technically Tariq Cohen is, oh, yeah. is in there as well. Yeah. Um, but how nuts is that? That's so, even more impressive. So yeah, uh, that's definitely a positive. I mean, he ran for close to a hundred yards. Um, Fields had another forty-three. So they're running the ball well. Like you he said, should have had two touchdowns. Yeah, he should have. That was should have. That was a horrible call. The um the pass protection that Fields is getting is not very good. Oh, it's rough. He doesn't have a pocket. He's still trying to figure out, okay, when I get flushed from the pocket, what do I need to do in order to make a play? And I feel like that's probably the biggest one of the biggest differences between pros and college for uh a quarterback because in college he's so athletic and you know, eight games out of the year, they're playing some guy from IU who, you know, is a D1 athlete, but isn't a professional. Um, he's athletic enough to be able to juke a guy out, run around, make a play, outrun somebody, and that's good enough. But the the line needs to protect better. They need to form some sort of pocket, and he still needs to figure out what he needs to do to step up into that pocket when he's rolling out, when he's um, scrambling it's just he looks uncomfortable, and that led to a couple deep bombs at the back of the end zone, which I think both of which were were technically picked off. I mean that that one they got lucky got overturned, but that was yeah. a, Adrian Amos' pick was about as close as you can get to another one. So yeah, um, so I I I definitely noticed that. Um, I I mean defense played okay. They gave up 150 yards rushing. I mean it, it held Aaron Rodgers to a you know under 200 yards passing two touchdowns. Rodgers was efficient. He was doing a lot of dink and dunks, but when they're running the ball that well, he didn't need to do anything more than that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, yeah, it, it, when, when your offense is bad and your defense is good, it behooves you even more to get off to a really good start at the beginning of the game, which they did with this one. It's just, they didn't, I mean, they scored their first touchdown, on their first drive and then their last touchdown with three minutes left. And, and like that, you can't bookend your games like that. That's not that's not good enough. They they need they need something else in there. They need 
another three points at the end of the second quarter before, you know, halftime. They need to, you know, defer to the second half, come out and score a quick seven at the beginning of the third quarter. Something just something else like that. And, you know, they're maybe not going to win this game, but they're still they're still a little bit in it. And um, I mean, for me, I think it just keeps going back to what we were saying at the beginning of the season. I mean, this team is better than a Jets. They're better than a Falcons. They're better than a Giants Washington football team. I mean, you can name a lot of teams, but they're going to sit in kind of that nine and eight sort of realm bubble team. And even if they get into the playoffs, they really don't have all the stuff to be able to do something. So it's just kind of, you just feel mediocre and feel like you're just floundering and it's like nothing, nothing's going to change. And that's, yeah, that's just kind of the nature of it at this point. I got two last things, and then you guys could say whatever you want. One, I think Matt Nagy's a gambler. I really do. Because we've seen it in the Lions game, and we saw it in this game, where they start off hot with the first scripted drive, and then I think he's like, whoa, because that win, that, that one, we got to switch it up. It's like winning all your Friday night college football games. Switch all of your Saturday bets. Cause you're like, there's no way I can keep this going. Like, if I have one good thing, like it's going to come back. Yeah. And I think that's what he does. And he like takes his foot off the gas and his mind is like, well, if we don't have turnovers and we just punt and they come back, it's not as bad as if we have turnovers. I disagree. I think we got to put the pedal to metal. We really got to, you know, stomp on their throats, hit someone in the mouth. It's one of my favorite football saying. He, he always says that's what he wants to do though. And then like, he doesn't do it. Yeah. Like, and it's like, but I'm tired of time. waiting around. Like he's like, Oh, our offensive identity, like we're never going to slow down. We're always going to keep like, just trying to score. It's like, are we, are we Matt? Yeah. I don't know. You get in the game and then you do the exact opposite. So I'm close to taking his visor privileges away. <laughs> if you wear a visor, you got to be a good offensive coach. And I'm just saying, if he keeps playing like this, I think we got to get him to a regular hat. I feel like too, uh, as a future bald guy, like uh, once I go fully bald, I'm not going to wear something that shows off my baldness. I'm going to wear a hat that yeah. covers it up like a baldness or a, a visor is when you have like good flow and you're like, I got to let some people it. see this. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you got some lettuce. You got to you got to <laughs> feed the bunnies. It's I like weird, it, yeah. right? It's very weird. Um, the other thing I want to say is that piece of human shit. Aaron Rodgers doing the I own you, I still own you, I still fucking own you. You're a loser. You don't talk to your parents. You don't have a relationship with your family. Your girlfriend went on national TV and said she faked orgasms with you. That's who you are. You got a loser haircut. You're a loser. You're a loser. Loser. (laughs) I hate him. He made me... You won a Super Bowl nine years ago. He made me like Lamar Jackson... Today, because I literally so Lamar Jackson, you know, is my number one hated player. Yes. And Aaron Rodgers is number two Mm -hmm. with like missing the poll ranking by a vote. After that, I was like, I'm sorry, but Lamar Jackson's going down to two. And you know how much (laughs) that hurts me to say. Wow. That's a hard thing for me to say. Not easy. Um, That's all I have on the game. Next week, we have the Bucks. Uh, We'll recap it next week. Any last words before we go to superlatives? I guess. um we're going to see what happens at this Bucks game. You know, we beat them last year with Nick Foles and uh, it's because our defense was able to keep it close and our offense was semi-consistent, but mm-hmm. this is going to be a, this is going to be a rough one. This will, this could be the brutalizing game that like gets naggy, like completely that loses the locker room. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I, right, let's head over to superlative. Wait, uh, or no, no. The, my, my last thing, I know beer, you kind of mentioned it. Um, 
you know, in your initial thing, you hate to triple to, B. Yeah, triple B. You hate to blame too much on the refs, but the refs made some really horrible momentum killing calls for the Bears. And they weren't good. They weren't good for the Packers either. But like, I mean, Justin Fields trying to call a timeout before time yeah. expires and very clearly right in front of the back judge doing it and then not getting it. And then that that moving him back Um you know, the the run that Khalil Herbert had in um, in the fourth quarter with like seven minutes left, then they get pushed back another 10 yards on a hold that wasn't even close to being a hold. I mean, a, a, you know, a couple of back of the end zone sort of things. I just just awful. I mean, they were they they didn't have control of the game. There's multiple other times where it was like, hey, what's going on? It's getting stopped like there was a lot of times where it was like, hey, that looks like we have third and one or they have third and one. It's like, nope, first down like. It, it it really didn't make any sense. I hate to, I hate to you know blame them anyway, but I'm gonna blame them. Yeah, so that's all. I like it. Uh, let's go over superlatives. Um, I'll go first. <clears throat> My biggest surprise of the week is, um, the Cardinals winning without their head coach, bunch of COVID going on the road, being like half their team has COVID. They let Kyler Murray call his own plays. Love it. Whoa. Love it. I think we should bring that back. That's how they played in like the eighties and stuff. I like that. That's like some schoolyard shit where he like, you remember like when you had the ball, you turned in the back, you're like, you, you're my finger here. You're going to go this. Like I was thinking he was doing that even though he wasn't. I was like, but I bet he was. (laughs) Um, My biggest no duh of the week is the Rams absolutely spanked the giants. Yeah. It's, I mean, come on. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my MVP is going to be Julio Jones catch. I don't know if you guys saw the catch off yeah. the helmet. That was absolutely insane. I remember watching it live. I was like, I like got up to go to the bathroom because I was like, no way he could get that ball. And then I came back and they were showing the replay. I was like, oh my God, he got that ball. That's insane. <laughs> I don't think I saw that. Oh, he's dude. so good. Yeah, it's it, yeah. like ricochets and it's like going towards the sideline and Julio Jones like catches it and like toe drags like it ricocheted off the dude's helmet and he like miraculously catches it on the sideline like toe drag beautiful dude, like, it was so cool like, what are you doing and it's like no way and then you just see him catch you like oh my god who's that oh yeah it's julio jones yeah he's back i guess i mean it was yeah. wacky i mean it was insane he was never gone i know that is true he's just on a new team um let's go with beer yeah so my biggest surprise was the Titans taking it to the bills. That was, that was a very interesting, like total game, like keeping, keeping in tow, especially after the bills like came out and like basically demoralized the chiefs and like made them rethink their lives. But like, I'm, I was, <laughs> it was kind of cool. Like to see the Titans come out and just like say no. And maybe it was like a little bit of a hangover from the Bills, but I felt like it was just a good game. Uh, so that's my biggest surprise. My biggest no duh is Matt Nagy's offense, not doing anything, only scoring four <laughs> points. I literally am so out on him. Like it, I clicked for me. I'm, I'm tired of, you know, screw this Jimmy Johnson crap where you give him a couple years and you see his record. No, like Matt Nagy had a good first year and has been average mediocre carried by the defense every single year after like, there's zero improvement. He like if if Ted Phillips and Matt and Ryan Pace like do their whole like end of year evaluation and they look like 
he's he's the one reason we have to be getting worse. Cut him loose. Cut him loose. And then so that's my biggest no duh is that it didn't improve. Obviously, um, MVP is Matt Wright for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Their kicker is the reason that they won the game last second to a freaking. He did you see that earlier kick or he kicked it and it went almost went out and then came back in yeah. too from just ridiculous like Windy in, in London in a, I guess yeah in a in a soccer stadium it like you know and then to win the game of course like that's just I loved it I thought Matt Wright the Matthew Wright heck yeah heck yeah um, great first win for the Jaguars in the last twenty games so funny story about that I don't know if you saw the video I watched the mic'd up. It comes out every Wednesday mm-hmm. and one of the linemen came up to him. He's like, you got to play for the fucking wind. Like you gotta, you gotta <laughs> count that in. And all I was thinking of is if my kicker responded with like, good tip, I'd be like, <laughs> uh, we're going for it. We're going for it. Like, like if he was like, didn't think about that. Thanks oh. for the tip. I'd be like, bring the offense back. Yeah, out. We're going yeah. to Hail Mary. Like we're not doing this. That I just found it so funny. I like I get that he's just trying to help, but I just mm-hmm. loved it. Like a big lineman just be like, account for the wind. And he's yeah. like, Yeah. 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 He's trying to pump. You know, this is my third field goal yeah. of the game, right? Trying to pump this. him up a little yeah, bit. Like yeah. It. Yeah. No, it was a heck of a game. And like I was nervous going into the Bears Packer game. I was a little bit nervous. And then just like it made like the end of that Jaguars game just made like the lead into the pack Bears Packer game like that that much better so yeah just to get heck of a game. yeah nick what's your uh superlatives um so i've got some written down i'm i thought of different ones um so yeah now I'll, I'll stick with this uh biggest surprise uh jaguars winning in london they they threatened to move them over there a couple years ago and they didn't maybe um, they should that's where maybe they, won. they should you know just saying. Um, for them to have to deal with, the, <laughs> I can just imagine them like just be like, let's just stay on like East Coast time the entire time we're here, uh, and just be like super jet lagged and everything. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I, I kind of thought they might go winless this year. Rookie quarterback, horrible coach, but he knows where to put his hands, though. I guess. Yeah, another surprise: the Dolphins being absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, sad. My biggest no duh is the Browns. Just all their team is injured. Yeah. Just Browns going to do Brown shit. Yeah. This, this was their year. Like last year, I enjoyed watching them, watching them kick the shit out of the Steelers in the playoffs, you know, have a good little run and everything was exciting. They're like, Hey, we just got to get a few more pieces and then we're right there. We could make it to the AFC championship game. We can make it to the Super Bowl. And now, you know, Baker's looked pretty shaky this year. And mm-hmm. now they're starting Case Keenum this weekend. I mean, uh, Chubb was out last week. Carey's going to be out for several weeks. He's on the IR. So, like, oof. Baker Mayfield is torn labrum. Not good. That sounds horrible. Yeah. It's not in his throwing arm, but still. Sounds bad. Yeah. <sighs> but think of just running. Like you run with both your arms Anything. moving. With a torn labrum, you can't lift your arm above your head. And Ugh. it hurts to do that. Like, it literally hurts. So, like, can you imagine playing football with like six foot five defensive ends running full speed at you? Like, no, that's tough. <laughs> Sounds horrible. No. So rather uh, be in the squid games, you know? Yeah. I just started watching that last night. Good. Gosh. 
It's a good one. Uh, we can talk about that a little bit. Um, and then my MVP, I had to change it based on what Joe said earlier. Kyler Murray calling his own plays in That's the huddle. Cool. That's unbelievable. They said he didn't call all of them, but they gave him permission to. And so he called some of them. I still think that's badass. Okay. That's still awesome though. In the, in the day and age of analytics of a hundred different coaches on the ground and up in the booth, um, you know, the earpiece and everything like that, they're constantly trying to block out the noise so they can hear the earpiece, all that stuff to then go, nah, I got this and do it against a, a, you know, a pretty good team like the Browns, even though they're injured, uh, and put up that many points on them. I mean, what the hell? Dude, and he had the best game plan. He's like, all I'm going to do is hike the ball. DeAndre Hopkins, you just run. And then, yeah. like, clap your hands when you want it to throw it to me, and I'll throw it to you. We'll figure it out. It's genius. Yeah. They're He's just, just like, yeah. It's like backyard football. Yeah. Yeah, just, just post, and then I'll roll out. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. I'll try to find you the best I can. Yeah. Um, Incredible. All right, let's head over to locks. My lock this week. I might take it for the whole season, but I'm not sure yet. I'm going to bet against the Ravens this week. They're two and four against the spread. Boo. I'm going to go Bengals plus six. Ravens coming off a huge win against the Chargers. This is a nice big letdown spot. Once again, they keep getting a little luck. Once again, stolen from the Lions. I've, I'm telling you, it's getting too eerie. That when they don't play at the same time and everything goes bad for the Lions and then it goes good for the Ravens, I'm like, there's someone up there putting putting stuff in each bottle. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I like Bengals plus six. But they're also playing very well. So it's this isn't that crazy. Jamar Chase looks like a stud. Joe Burrow, hell of a first name. Bengals. Bengals four and two. One of those two losses to the Bears. Yeah. The other loss to the Packers in overtime after 10 missed kicks. Mm-hmm. The Bears are the only team that actually like beat them like well. Mm-hmm. Kind of. That's why it makes no <laughs> sense for them to win this game, which I like. Yeah. Beer? I'm a levels guy. You know this. Yes. So my lock, my lock this week is going to be the 49ers uh, versus Colts over. Over a 44, I believe. Um, not sure what it is right now, but I just think with Jimmy Garoppolo coming back off the bye, the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, they figure it out. And I also think if it's going to be a shoot, shootout game, the Colts have been scoring points just to keep up. So I feel like this is an easy over. Very nice. Uh, and I am going with the biggest spread on the board this week. The aforementioned Arizona Cardinals are 17 and a half points favorites at home against the Texans. Easy. Isn't I, that what Johnny has as well? Yeah. He has another big spread. I know. Or he, he took the, he took the other one. Uh, <laughs> Whatever ginormous spread. Well, at first I thought he was agreeing with me. He's like, I'm gonna take the biggest one on the board, but it, uh, it's the Cardinals. And usually he, he bets the Cardinals like almost every week for his lock of the week. Um, Not bad. No, I think he was doing, was it Rams minus 14 and a half? That's exactly what it was. Cause I Lions. faded him because I said, who's your pick? And then I took the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't very nice of you, but yeah. No. Um, it's 17 and a half points uh, against the Texans. I mean, they cover that by the end of the first quarter. They it, could. It's not going to be. They're scrappy, though. Texans are scrappy. Are they? They're a little scrappy. Okay. A little scrappy. Who's our quarterback? I don't even know. Davis Mills. Get down with Mills Mafia. Mills Mafia. Yeah. Mm, I don't think I will. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go to timeout. So timeout. We're on the podcast. Oh, um, 
I don't really have anything planned. I did want to ask you, we had a question last week. Is Charlie D'Amelio a quasi-celebrity or just a celebrity? Well, I don't know who that is, so. Okay. It's Quasi. a TikTok person. It's the TikTok person. Which one? Well, I think it has uh, to be, right? She's like, oh, oh, wow, it's, this, it's a girl. This, this is going to be really bad. I was going to say it's the girl that dances, but I think that's TikTok. <laughs> it's she's it's like, a girl. She's like the, 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 the TikTok girl. Charlie... D'Amelio. Oh, that's. I think a, that's how you. An say interesting it. way to spell Charlie. Uh, she's seventeen. I think she has like twenty-three million followers. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about her. So uh, that's a quasi celebrity. So you I wouldn't actually, even call her celebrity. You proved my point of what I said last week. I said like, so I was like, obviously, if she walks somewhere, she can get mobbed. But yeah. I was like, if she walks like. I was at the CBOT and I was like just looking at people eating and I was like if she walked down here no one would flinch like not a single person so you're now in that category you were yeah. flinch. if she walked down my neighborhood or most of the neighborhoods in Chicago like except for maybe like the Mag Mile and like some areas of like the DePaul campus in Lincoln Park yeah, nobody would younger. know where she is yeah um, alright let's go straight to the rank so the rank this week is a draft we are doing the best movies to watch around Halloween. Um, let's do any mini money mo catch a tiger by his toe if he hollers let him go. Any mini money mo. Ooh, I'm first. Any mini money Convenient. Beer second. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. This is cool. <laughs> the the least like. I, I you could have you were just pointing and saying eeny meeny miny mo and then eeny like, meeny miny mo whatever catch no, a no, tiger no, by his no. toe if he hollers let him go eeny meeny miny mo fine showed my work <clears throat> okay uh, my first pick in this year's spooky season draft is going to be Saw Two Saw Two it's oh, a good pick Saw it's a good two. pick skipping Saw One altogether. I like Saw Two so I did decide to make this draft a little bit more fair. So since I watch two to three horror movies a day, I am not, I'm not going to take all of the most popular ones. Well, no, you, I mean, you, you can either because, but I'm going to toss out some obscure ones that I really like that people should see. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So beer. My number one is the strangers. And mm-hmm. I've said it multiple times. It's my favorite scary movie. I watch it every single, I probably should watch it before Halloween. I haven't watched it yet this year, but. It's literally my favorite. Um, I like basically, I like scary movies that are pretty realistic and like borderline feel like it could happen to you. So like the strangers, like being in the middle of the country at a place and then people come to kill you. That's like as horrifying. So like <laughs> that's my number one. I pictured beer being like you know rural Minnesota smoker out back. <laughs> Two I'm people not in there with Minnesota. a dog or whatever. <laughs> but like that would have been really funny. Like that could happen. Yeah. I don't know. Let's go random. Minnesota, a suburb, <laughs> yeah. smoker out the back, loves beef ribs. Two, a, like, two a.m. out back <laughs> smoking beef yeah. ribs. Easy target. Yeah. He's getting tied up. They're eating his ribs. I mean, <laughs> the horror. All of us that would be follow terrible. the smell of the apple smoke, you know? They're just like, oh, they're so, here. these are so good. And you're just like, whoa, whoa. All right, Nick, you got two picks. Back to back. Oh gosh. Um, okay, so. First pick, I'm gonna have to go Halloween. Um, Which one? Halloween, the first. Oh, the one. original. The original, the first okay. one, the one that started it all. None of this Rob Zombie remakes or any of the recent remakes or anything like that. Like the original, like what was the first like slasher movie, but yet 
did not. I was actually just watching a documentary on this last night. The movies that made us on Netflix. I got an episode on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that really refresh my memory on a lot of that movie, which was like, there's just not a lot of blood. There's just like mm-hmm. a lot of lighting, a lot of terror, a lot of Michael Myers standing around in a mask kind of thing. And that creepiness sets in and that's much more unsettling than you want to know is you want to know a really exactly. fun fact about that movie yeah so have you ever seen the original black christmas no so it's the very first ever credited slasher horror movie mm. they asked the director if he would be interested in making a second one first one is a guy named timmy mm-hmm. who kills a bunch of people in a sorority house then he goes away and so he came up with the idea for a sequel that he would sneak out, go back to his town, change his name to Michael, and call it Halloween. Mm. And who directed Halloween? His co-director. Mm. So there's a little like beef of like, you stole my idea. My thing is this. He came up with said, like, I'm not making it. If you say you're not making it, and we were tossing out ideas, I'm not saying like, like I'll should. make it. Yeah, I just think he was like, well, I'll take the chance then. If yeah. you want to take it. See, the documentary I was watching last night was talking about one of the executive producers um, who was also an early distributor of the film. I forget what his name is, his unique name, but he was saying that he was the one who kind of came up with the, well, what if we just like followed like babysitters, like something very normal, like babysitters getting like terrorized and like, Mm. just go with that. Like, that's what he claims. They didn't interview John Carpenter in this episode, so I have no idea what he says, but that was allegedly where it came from. Yeah. Um, so that's my number one. Um, second round coming back to me. I'm then going to go with scream, which was the movie that then in the nineties parodied all of the 80s slasher films, which got way too stupid about, you have to be a virgin and all this stuff. And scream kind (laughs) of, um, was scary and then turn all that on its head. So I kind of like the, um, you know, mm-hmm. the, the historical significance of the, those movies, even though I don't really like scary movies. Uh, beer. <sighs> decisions, decisions. What do I want to do for my second round pick? Um, so I'm going to go with one of my favorite movies, The Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of my, like it said, could actually happen. You're hiking in the woods. All of a sudden you lose your map and you're walking in circles and like, what the heck is going on? Like, anything could happen and like the found found footage like stuff not adds another level of like a borderline realism to it so it's just mm-hmm. really spooky i remember watching it with my with my buddy from high school and like no, we were like in middle school the first time we watched it and we were gonna watch two like horror movies in a row and watch blair Witch project and right through the end we were like looked at each other like dang that was a good movie and ever since then you know sometimes you can make fun of it you don't actually like like what you were saying, like the scary parts of the movie is like the the suspense. The yeah. the, the you don't you don't need a lot of blood and gore. It's this the thinking and like you don't know what's that sound that type of stuff. Like yeah. it's 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 so good. So number two, Blair Witch Project. Okay, for my two and three, number two, I'm gonna go Black Christmas. It's a really good movie. Um, the old one is preferred, but the new one isn't terrible. It doesn't have the. It's not a remake. It's it's a it's a new movie continuation of sorts. Yeah, but it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then my number three is going to be it. Chapter one, the new one. Mm. I really like it. Mm-hmm. It's got some really good jump scares. They have a Halloween party in it. Uh, I think it's really good. That's a good one. Okay, 
So for my third round pick, I will be going with I'm gonna go with Silence of the Lambs. I love that movie. It's a Hannibal Lecter, just a classic. Oh, Clarice, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's like it's not super scary, I guess, but like like there are some scenes that are really scary. But it's just I such a cool movie. I I think it's scary. I think think it's it's creepy. Well, yeah, there's a lot of creepy. All the Buffalo Bill stuff freaks me out. Yeah. He's a weird dude. Mm-hmm. Would you fuck me? <laughs> you're like, oh my god, man! Calm down. It rubs the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. I say that like once a week. That, Do you? that, li- that line, beer. Yeah, not the one you <laughs> said, Joe. The it rubs, rubs the lotion, lotion on its skin. skin. Just kind of funny. Uh, for my number three, I'm gonna go with Hocus Pocus. Good movie. A, good pick. Uh, a good mix of like. Obviously, like kids and comedy, but also like kind of scary. It captures a lot of like really good, like I forget where they filmed it, but they did a good job of like really the leaves are falling. It's getting dark early, like capturing those sorts of feelings and everything, which uh, I always appreciate um, about Halloween because the night itself is pretty spooky. Um, And then for my last one. See, I was thinking it as well, but I, it, chapter, which I preferred chapter two, chapter one, but I don't think I'm going to go with that. Um, the other one I have on my list, which I don't know if is actually a Halloween movie, but they actually have a Halloween party in it, so I think it counts. Uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, they got a Halloween party. Yeah, um, it takes place around in October. They have a Halloween party <clears> at the end. Um, Donnie Darko is the movie that like you watch when you're like 15, and then you're like oh my God, that just blew my mind. Like I'm super into like time travel and weird stuff. And when, when other people at high school ask you, ask you what your favorite you know movie is, you're like Donnie Darko. And everybody's like, I've never, you know, we haven't heard of that. That doesn't make you cool or anything. That's what happened to me. I watched it then. I thought I was super cool for like watching it. And like, it's one of those like, oh yeah, like that's my favorite movie kind of mm-hmm. identity things. Um, mm-hmm. Really f- fucking weird movie though. Beer last pick. All right, my last pick might be lesser known, but the movie The Witch. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Very good. That's got uh Queen's Gambit. It's so dark. It's so so dark, and it's like almost hopeless, hopelessly like sad. Like it's like you'll watch it, and you'll be like, oh no, like there's no hope, and it's like that one of those, and it's it's scary. But I always just think it's just dark. So that's a really good one. If you haven't seen it, The Witch, um, it's a great one. So I'm going to toss in a very traditional uh, horror. I would have gone with Scream, but I'm going to go with I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, That's just a classic slasher. Mm -hmm. I like old school slashers. See, I'm kind of like beer. Like One of the reasons I love horror movies so much is once it ends, I'm like, that can't happen. Like, Yeah, that can't happen. Mm, Yeah. Uh-huh. I so feel, I kind of like I, that. I've, I, yeah, I can't watch horror movies. I watched two today. I, I can watch documentaries about horror movies, and I still get a little bit freaked Dude, out. Dude, I watched a movie called The Werewolf Within, and it had the <sighs> co-host was the chick from the AT and T commercials. I don't know if you know about her, but she's got some. She's she's attractive. She's yeah. got them fangs on her, mm-hmm. and uh, I was wondering. I was like, whoa, if they're gonna show her because she was like bundled up in a huge jacket the entire movie. And then I forgot some song comes on the jukebox and she just takes everything off and they're just like hitting her face. And you could tell everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it actually was a very good movie. Um, my 
honorable mentions that I would highly recommend is Mayhem and Shudder or just downloading Shudder and going to all of their Shudder Halloween. Very good movies there. Mayhem is basically the coronavirus, but instead of getting sick, you like kill people. Like you, oh. you don't have control of any of your emotions. So like you don't have any inhibitions. So it's like, you could just like, you don't care anything. So like someone hmm. pisses you off, you might fight them. Oh wow. Be like someone you might go in for the kill or the kiss. And uh, that one's really, really good. And then the next two is Babysitter and Babysitter Killer Queen. It's one, two uh, very good movies. Highly recommend that. Any special suggestions for you guys or any honorable mentions? I don't like scary movies. <clears throat> nice. Right, so this is a little hard for you. We'll, we'll get you on the candy next week. All right. Thank you guys very much for listening. Remember to subscribe, like the video, follow us on YouTube at Beer League Official. Follow us on all social media at Beer League Official. Um, that's it. Ah, have a good one.